dear, oh dear, here we go. Welcome to Real Health, Steve here. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Who'd have realized? Who'd have studied for? Who'd have credentialed towards? Real health is about what we eat. Oh, but I eat well anyway. I eat a Mediterranean diet. I do keto and intermittent fasting. All in one. <laughs> Not. That's impossible with uh, keto and... Um, and the Mediterranean diet. Oh dear. Oh, and the Okinawan diet. Oh, and the, oh goodness, the carnivores and the vegans and the wee. And then you die. Even before the average age of 77 or 8, whatever the going rate, they think that our life expectancy is. All we need to do is look around to see what our life expectancy is. Oh, yes, my aunt's such and such. But how about your uncle? And, and your yeah. Anyway, so uh, I, <laughs> I've uh, done a prediction uh, podcast. Uh, Twenty fifty average life expectancy seventy two. Even by picking a direction, people won't be able to get right because obviously the the uh, direction is up. But I'm telling you, it will be down because our food supply chain, even though. Um, at the turn of the last century, we um, established stable calories, long shelf life, and all that sort of thing, which uh, also increased um, life expectancy. But it's complicated. And uh, so what we have these days, I've gone through it literally throughout this podcast series, but uh, the main thing is um, we're not getting enough minerals in our farm, uh, our crops, our farm-grown food sources, grains, fruits, and veggies. And actually all those, grains, fruit, and veg, um, have a lot of risks versus the benefits that we perceive is uh, part of what we should be eating. And uh, with some of the crowd, I, I eat well, I eat plenty of fruit and veg and, um, and lots of whole grains. You will not be north of 77 in 2050, you'll be south. Well, greater chance, at least. Even if you make it to uh, 83 or 101, you've robbed yourself of 117 or 129. So what we really need to be doing is uh, what I advocate for, advocate for here. I've been pr trying to prove myself wrong for about 4,000 hours worth of um, trying to prove myself wrong, trying to see that I'm, if I'm insane or not. And, uh, yeah, it's not working so far. Uh, that's pretty much two years equivalent to full-time work trying to prove myself wrong, both in my own action, my own guinea pig uh, status of trying things out versus what I've come across, uh, about eight, nine, nine and a half thousand hours max uh, that I spent in uh, trying to get myself out of my health woes uh, three years ago. And those health woes were um, obesity, double the weight that I am now, six chronic diseases, and uh, which included the whole metabolic syndrome complex, um, uh, the metabolic syndrome type complex. Did I just say that? Anyway, um, <laughs> the di uh, digestion issues and um, arth arthritic issues. So I've turned that around with the Keto 44. That's my clumsy branding, Keto. Aim for three quarters, 80% of your calories to be keto. I found out in my 
doing the numbers podcast, um, the presenter presents or weighs up or whatever it was called, giving my uh, figures and 50% of my calories are fat and I, all my uh, vital signs are great, um, my body fat percentage is around 8, 8.5% and I've uh, started going to the gym in the last couple of months, uh, 20 minutes-ish in the gym each day. Because if I, <laughs> I know from previous events, if I do those one hour or 90 minute type sessions that a lot of people do, oh, oh. firstly I get injured, I get this uh, tennis elbow thing, which, which I know what's happening. It's not bicep curls and it's just uh, grip strength. Uh, that's all it can, comes down to. and. Uh, People that talk about oh, tennis elbow, oh, t- I'm a right-hand tennis player and I've got tennis elbow in my left hand. You know, it's because I play tennis, don't you know? You could have just been lifting your suitcase at the airport and there you go, tennis elbow. It's a grip strength thing in your elbow. That, that's just another little thing that I, that I added in there, which many people do have and they don't know what the heck is going on. That's what's going on, that little muscle... Um, Post, post, uh, posterior, uh, the one that's uh, on top, uh, put your hand out straight, knuckles up, um, the muscle where your elbow is, the one that's um, facing the sky, that muscle is stuck if you've got tennis elbow. It takes a long time for it to regen- regenerate. And like clockwork, I started uh, week one at the gym and the elbow was coming back. I just, well, that's it. No... No pulling exercises, <laughs> pulling exercises. Uh, no uh, back type pulling exercises, uh, for, which is mainly back type exercises, uh, deadlifts, all that sort of thing, um, with a lot of weight. Just had, if you had to do, if I had to do any of that, it, it was very, very uh, lightweight. And yeah, I've been doing that. So anyway, <coughs> I digressed, didn't I? <laughs> Six minutes in. What's this episode about? You clicked on it. I know. Uh, night shift. Uh, not like, no. Oh, Freudian slip. Shift work peril. And just quickly, just to add uh, with the keto thing, I started talking about the keto 44. What I advocate here, keto 44. Um, so 80% keto, hopefully, uh, calories wise. And then the first four of the 44 is eliminating, eliminate many a nutritionist so oh, you can't eliminate food it's food it's just this ideological thing you need to eliminate or you won't get past 77 gluten oils sugars nitrates nitrites those four categories of food out there are um, nuances that we need to take note of in those four categories but uh, that's covered in many an episode and the second four the 44 is adding those four vital declared micronutrient categories is uh, 90 declared essential micronutrients, 60 of them are minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, two essential fatty acids. That's the four, the second four of the 44, those four categories of micronutrients we need to supplement with these days because we will not, well, we could get it from a general diet, but you will have to be consuming 10,000 calories and that's hard to do. Well, uh, it's not hard to do. If you just go for fried food, ice cream, and all and the likes, but uh, no, it's not sustainable. Uh, we need to be supplementing to to get dependable micronutrients, 
daily because if you are getting giving it daily you won't get past 77 87 readily we should be living into our centenarian years probably 50 percent of the people born in this world should be reaching the age of the hundred that's not going to happen if we don't understand micronutrients all right shift work peril i am speaking from massive experience um, i was a nurse for nearly 20 years um, yeah nearly 20 years but uh, 18 years a registered nurse and uh obviously as soon as you say nurse shift work right unless you're one of those uh nine to five nurses uh, the lucky ones um, all the, the ones that want the easy road and all that sort of thing and a lot of my shift work was night, night, night shift work so this will be inclusive inclusive of night shift peril <clears throat> i used to be one of those people that uh oh, life is hard you just gotta hustle work the nights and shut the heck up well that was sending me to an early grave uh, obesity all those chronic uh, diseases and statistically i was looking at dying at the average age of around uh, 70 uh, not even 70 63 with my weight and chronic diseases and the progression of uh, pharmaceuticals half a dozen of them i was well on my way to meet that expectation statistical expectations of dying in in one and a half decades when i was in my late 40s so shift work contributed to that a few things a few bread bread and butter basics that we need to um, strive for uh, establish uh, seek um, make sure that it's part of our routine our regimen our regime whatever you want to call it what we need to uh, are you <laughs> I used to poo-poo the routine ideas uh, well we are quite routine-ish um, we don't have to be but for our health sake we better we, we better strive for it and these are some of the go-to's the basics the essentials essentials is more accurate going to bed at the same sort of time each day and waking up at the same sort of time each morning uh, whether that's uh, a six hour sleep or nine hours or whatever yes uh, we, this whole eight hour fixation nah, forget that if you're a four hour or a ten hour sleeper as long as it's consistent right then when you get up in the morning in the first hour at least perhaps the first half hour start getting those early sun rays into your eyes if you wear sunnies no ditch them if you wear glasses look um, above your glasses or under your glasses whatever make sure you are pointing your eyes towards the sun if the sun is already up just point your eyes in the vicinity of the sun don't look directly at the sun as mum would say don't look directly at the sun and uh so 
for at least, well, there's advocates out there, uh, PhDs, and, uh, well, Andrew Huberman is one of those uh, leading um, spokesmen on uh, ophthalmology, ophthalmology uh, neuroscientists and, and the like. Um, try and get half an hour, but five minutes will still work, 80-20 will, even a minute. You, you might get uh, 60% effectiveness, and that 60-80%, and hopefully 100% with the uh, spending 30 minutes in that early sun, uh, sets yourself up for uh, a good day. There's many specifics, many, many, many uh, neuro effects, um, other physi physiological effects, immune effects, and um, general hormone activity, uh, metabolic activity, and the like. And uh, I'm not going to hijack with uh, some of the... Well, firstly, I'm not capable, but I read up on it, and I'm not one of those uh, that is capable of um, presenting well all the nitty-gritties of the idea of um, we're roosters, get out in the sun, set a route, try to set a routine. So this is part of the peril of night shift. You're stuffed. Um, if you're working the night shift as a nurse, so, you know, in my example, if I was a nurse, this is what I would do. Um, sometimes it's a bit slow. Or maybe for many, for most nurses, it's obviously not slow. But um, if you have to now do your notes at like five thirty in the morning for a seven seven o'clock sort of uh, finish to your, to your shift in the morning, uh, point your eyes out the window. Point your eyes out the window at least, or in between notes, or just before you start um, writing your notes at five o'clock, or whenever the sun's coming up in your region. Just say, oh, you, you know, I just, just need to go to the toilet. Don't go to the toilet. Just get out in the sun for f three minutes. Yes, you are stuffed by not sleeping for that shift. You probably only had three and a half hours sleep before that night shift. And you may have had a half hour nap during the night during your break. You're still stuffed. But you'll be certainly a lot less stuffed get into sort of a routine um, to uh, mimic that, that you perhaps um, have been uh, not sleeping but uh, you need to yes but I'm going to go home and sleep I get it but you're stuffed so you better do something that's a little bit normal because in three or four days, you'll be back on, you know, days off and then morning shift. And uh, in that example, if you're a fi firefighter, cool. you're stuffed as well. Uh, yes, you get a chance to sleep if you're a firefighter, but whoop, whoop, a couple of jobs overnight, you're stuffed as well. Uh, night shift, uh, service station attendant, Cleaner, trucky, 
you're going to get um, sun in the morning at least. So we need to get some of that morning sun to uh, properly flush out the um, uh, what is it that that sleep uh, hormone uh, or embarrass myself um, not adenosine. The, uh, hey, hey, listener that's yelling it out. Yeah, I know, I know, I forgot. But, <laughs> um, anyway, um, that, uh, to get that out of your system and then the adenosine uh, kicks in a little bit later. Oh, talking about adenosine, uh, Andrew Huberman, Dr. Andrew Huberman advocates for, um, oh, try, oh, just try um, having your first caffeine about 90 minutes after you wake up. Get that sun, get that uh, adenosine system uh into place, uh, get that, uh, oh, I'm still th- trying to figure that, uh, getting tired um, complex, uh, oh, anyway, it, it might come to me after I um, click on um, stop recording, I'll probably think of an idiot that I am, so, modafinil, well, that's the drug, what's the uh, action, anyway, so, <coughs> Modafinil? Is that? Did, did I just mix that up with the hair, hair growth um, thing? Anyway, oh boy, apologies again. So, try and get um, try and get your eyes to uh, signify to your colleague, um, pineal gland, all that sort of uh, thing. That at least act like uh, you've slept. So. And for for many, um, you know, for that night shift worker, you're getting all that fluoro light. But it's important to get particular um, strand is in the spectrum, a particular spectrum of light in that early morning, and then during the night, uh, during the evening and night, uh, you know, blue lights. Uh, it's all a bit different, um, a different. Uh, array of red lights um, would assist in trying to uh, get you into a regime to sleep well as well. Okay, so that's that's the whole uh, ophthalmologist approach to um, to some of the shift work. Uh, if you're a shift worker, work in the morning, afternoon, and night shift. Try an early eat three meals yes it's a bit hard when you've eaten your three meals even while you've been sleeping during the day and then you're at work and you get a bit hungry don't you yes I know oh I know it's hard it's hard it's pretty hard not to eat uh, coffees you may as well have some coffee because you're stuffed anyway so a bit of coffee won't stuff you too much more I'm trying to um, stuff you as little as possible in working these shifts, and if you if you're a uh, afternoon shift worker and you finish at uh, 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night, uh, that's also stuffed you. Um, you know those few hours between the difference of uh, going to bed, uh, you know the difference of going to bed at 10 o'clock or 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's um, it's going to stuff you too. And uh, 
not as much as the night shift, that's for sure, but it's still stuffing you. It's still damaging your health. So, still trying to eat your three meals. Hopefully, the Keto 44, which I advocate here, which uh, all the details is littered throughout my podcast here, throughout my writings on the, um, the links in the, uh, the article series, uh, YouTube as well. Okay, so it's littered all through there. Now, if you really want high efficacy outcome uh, for the particular person, you or your loved ones or your whole family or congregation or community, oh, I can help. Oh, I can help. I have I have helped people already. Do you think uh, you think that even one has stuck to what I advocate for? No, but they still have improved. And the only person that's stuck to it is myself, and it's not hard. It is not rocket science once it slaps you in the head proper. It slapped me in the head proper from day one. I'm still perplexed by people which are struggling with their weight and their health and their uh, mental state. It is easy to fix. All those things are easy to fix. Don't blame your family. Don't blame your genes. Don't blame your lifestyle choices. Don't blame uh, your doctor that uh, wipes their hands clean of responsibility by suggesting genes and life choices. All the, all the while, you know, you walk out in the car park and there's your doctor having a smoke after <laughs> after your um, your appointment with the pot belly, uh, balding head. And uh, after a smoke, he's going to probably have a can of Coca-Cola. After he or she would have probably uh, got 200 bucks for that consult, which is only six minutes long. The average here in Australia for a GP consult. Yeah, yeah. So at least minimize the peril of your shift work. Yes, I need to pay the bills. Yes, I get it, I get it. I pay my bills like that at the expense of uh, early death. Um, I didn't regret doing it because at the time, that's what I was doing. And uh, this is your opportunity through through me to save yourself, save yourself some more. Keep paying the bills. I'm not saying don't, don't do shift work. If I had my way again, and what I know now, I I, I would ditch it. I would look for other means. At the very worst, uh, it's pretty hard for an experienced nurse not to get work, but um, you know, even get out of nursing. I'm deregistered now, so it doesn't matter uh, for me, and it also doesn't matter uh, the the sort of stuff that I advocate here. And um, even though the mainstream suggests that I'm this uh, internet idiot. Um, let's compare notes in 30 years and see how many of those uh, today are alive in even 2050. Let's compare notes. But anyway, um, I'll be here for the long, long, long run. I know. Oh, I know. So if you're still going to do the night shift, if, you, if you've always wanted to be a firefighter, uh, if you've always wanted to, if you're a doctor, uh, working for a doctor in the ER overnight in the emergency department. Your average life expectancy is 58. Dr. Joel Wallach uh, sort of did his own data with that, but um, insurance companies, they know, they suggest it's a higher high 50s too. The life expectancy of a um, night shift working emergency doctor. Yes, yes, yes. 
so um, some hopefully eat only three meals a day and do the Keto 44 supplement and your woes your health woes that don't worry they're coming if you're night shift work night shift and uh, if you do three shifts in 20 years you it's, it's not it's not going to be pretty I know and I think you know too shift worker dear shift worker thank you for your service even if even if you're working in the service station huh. they're important servos are important to account for the shift workers hmm. and those uh, what's it called um, when you can't sleep at night uh, I've even forgotten that how do you call uh, insomniacs there you go so um, and there you go um, that is my contribution to shift workers there's no magic, but there is a lot of improvement. And uh, you can really make some inroads. You will cut down on your weight gain. But the, one, the, the shift workers that aren't gaining weight, now they are, um, that is willpower. That is the def definition of willpower. Um, but they're tortured in, in, in the same, same, same sort of way. So the torture versus the, the weight gain and you feel bad and the torture versus uh, I feel good but I'm tortured. All those cravings at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning for, to have some food and no, no, I'll just have some coffee or nothing at all. Okay, but you're still tortured. If you do the Keto 44, it's a piece of piss. It is simple. It is simple. You really want some high efficacy look up uh, my, my my concierge health advisor service on the website on the show notes i don't expect uh, many takers but uh i'll tell you what even using myself as a guinea pig with uh, established concepts out there with health uh, i would drop if i was worth a million bucks i would drop easy 700 grand, 900 grand to fix my health up in a heartbeat. So, that's all for today. Running out of steam. I look at the clock when I start to feel like I run out of steam, usually around 22 minutes and uh, sometimes half an hour, but 27 minutes, right, I'm done. I'll uh, not rescue you totally, but I'll save you a little bit, dear shift worker. Thank you for your service. Bye-bye now. Yay.